When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. Maybe you heard the news. On Monday, Trump's campaign chief, Paul Manafort, was arrested and charged with multiple felonies by special counsel Robert Mueller. He faces 20 years in prison for money laundering. But what does this tell us about the Trump campaign's collusion with the Russians? For that, we turn once again to Bob Dreyfus. Of course, he's a longtime contributing editor at The Nation and also a regular contributor to Rolling Stone. He also has written for Mother Jones, The New Republic, Slate, and Salon. Bob Dreyfus, welcome back. Thanks. Glad to be here. Well, many times over the last many months, you've said here on this show that Paul Manafort was likely to be the first to be indicted by special counsel Robert Mueller. Tell us about these indictments. Trump says they have nothing to do with him or his campaign. Is he right about that? Well, you know, yes and no. You can understand mostly that these are the first steps in Mueller's prosecution and the first indictments, certainly not the last. And I mean, this needs to be sorted out because you have both Manafort and Gates, his deputy, Rick Gates, um, indicted and and, uh, arrested yesterday. Then there's a a second set of legal documents, a plea agreement with a guy named George Papadopoulos, which we can discuss after this. Yes. But the, the Manafort thing is important for several reasons. He's somebody who's been associated with Trump for decades. He's a a fixture in Washington as a lobbyist and a wheeler dealer. Uh, He's been involved for nearly 15 years with Ukraine and a whole bunch of Russian and Ukrainian oligarchs. He worked on behalf of pro-Russian politicians in Ukraine, in particular, from about 2004 onwards. And he was under investigation by the FBI since 2014 on a set of charges that I'm sure dovetail with the charges that Mueller has brought. All of this was known to Trump when he hired Manafort uh, officially as part of his campaign in the spring of last year, uh, eventually becoming campaign manager and then being forced to resign in August when more information was published about his Ukraine connections. So this is a guy who played a central role in Trump's election campaign in 2016. So did Rick Gates, the deputy of of Paul Manafort. And undoubtedly, the purpose of these charges against those two individuals is not just to put them in jail, although certainly they'll be facing jail time, 
but to get them to flip, to, to turn state's evidence, to tell Mueller and his prosecutors what they know about Trump's possible pattern of collusion with Russians during the Russian uh, hacking and leaking attack last year. They're really not interested ultimately in, in prosecuting Manafort and Gates. They want to find out if the Trump campaign itself, and particularly the, the president, knew and cooperated with or encouraged the Russian efforts to affect the election last year. Um, so so they're, you know, they've got bigger targets, like any kind of RICO investigation or organized crime effort or something else, you go after the lower down guys, and then you try to get the, them to turn in the, the higher ups. Well, the indictment of Manafort includes, I think it's 12 counts, including failing to register as a foreign agent, laundering money, failing to report foreign income, a tax violation. It includes a conspiracy charge, which is broadly about misleading the government. These crimes carry a possible sentence of 20 years. Uh, if you were Manafort, how worried would you be at this point? Well, I think his, you know, his whole life is circling the drain right now. So uh, if I were he, uh, I would try to get the best deal I could get to get either a lighter sentence or, you know, immunity to to go off scot-free if he could turn in uh, other members of Trump and, and certainly his, his family, his Trump's two sons and Jared Kushner, his son-in-law, Ivanka, his daughter, and the people immediately around Trump, which is the, the innermost circle of Trump world, those are the people who, you know, they would like to nail. It was Manafort, uh, as we talked about on your program once before, who took part along with Donald Trump Jr. and Jared Kushner, both of them family members, in that famous meeting at Trump Tower in June of 2016, where they met with a delegation of Russians who were bringing quote, dirt, unquote, about Hillary Clinton to, to the Trump campaign. Well, on the same day that we saw the arrests of Manafort and his assistant, Mueller also released a plea agreement with this Trump policy advisor who we weren't familiar with before, George Papadopoulos, who pleaded guilty to making false statements to investigators about his dealings with the Russian government and its agents during the campaign. These are two separate cases. One of the Trump campaign people is pleading guilty and probably won't go to jail. Uh, Manafort is facing uh, 20 years. What's the significance of the guy who pleaded, George Papadopoulos, a name we really haven't talked about before? It has been known for a while that Papadopoulos tried to arrange a meeting between Trump and Putin and proposed that to the Trump campaign last year. What we didn't know was the extent and the scope of his contacts with the Russians, which went on for months and months during 2016, a series of contact with Russian intermediaries and Russian officials. And in that, we learn that the Russians told Papadopoulos that they had dirt on Clinton including thousands of emails. Now, what's important about that is that they told him that they had these emails long before any of us knew that the Russians had any emails at all from Clinton. The, the hacking, the break-in to the Democratic National Committee email system occurred 
as early as the second half of 2015, in other words, two years ago. And during all that time and into 2016, the Russians apparently had access to a bunch of these DNC emails. That's what the Russians are referring to. That's what they told Papadopoulos. And that means that the Trump campaign knew, even before any of us knew, that the Russians had broken into the DNC, that they had stolen these emails. I, I think that's extremely significant. It's a sign that when uh, Kushner and Trump Jr. and uh, Manafort met with the Russians at that Trump Tower meeting, that they already knew, or the campaign already knew, that the Russians had access to emails from the Democrats. So there's beginning to be a pattern emerging here of awareness and of willingness to meet with Russians to talk about this stuff. This, again, I should say, is just the beginning of this investigation. So the Papadopoulos plea deal is about the campaign colluding with the Russians. The Manafort is. indictment is not. One of the most fascinating things about the Papadopoulos plea deal is that apparently it was made months ago and has been kept secret by Mueller, who only released the information the same day uh, that Manafort was arrested and charged. So we have this contrast between a plea agreement which is about the Russians and an indictment which is not, presumably in the months that have passed since Papadopoulos made this plea agreement in secret, he has been cooperating and telling Mueller a lot of things that Mueller would like to know and that we would like to know. Have I got that right? That's exactly right. Plus, he's only one person that we know about. There could be two or five or ten or a dozen or more people who are also cooperating with Mueller, whose you know shoes of this millipede are yet to drop. Papadopoulos was arrested on July 27 of this year. It, one day after July 26, when the FBI raided Manafort's home in that pre-dawn raid and collected uh, evidence, which they then used in the indictment against him. Ever since that arrest at the, in the end of July, yes, he's been cooperating because he doesn't want to go to jail, although he still might. And we don't know whether people around Mike Flynn, the former national security advisor, who's possibly, you know, the next big shoe to drop, whether he or his people or his son or his associates, whether they're cooperating. We don't really know to what extent Manafort himself may have tried to cooperate and maybe didn't go far enough and uh -huh. then got indicted. All of this is yet to unfold, and it could be months and months more of this kind of news, which will, among other things, divert and cripple the Trump administration, undermine the White House, divide and fracture the Republican Party and all of this going into an election year. So there's a huge political dimension to this. And at the end of the road comes Mueller's final report, which could come after a dozen more indictments and other charges. But then he'll issue a report laying out what all this means. And that could plop into the lap of the Republican Party and Congress right in the middle of an election year. And then every Republican is going to have to choose do I rally around Trump amid public outrage over what Mueller concludes, or do I condemn Trump 
and face the voters, you know, as a renegade uh, anti-Trump Republican, either one of those would not be too palatable for Republicans running for office. So, you know, this has huge political implications for the election next year. We don't know whether Trump could be impeached. He's losing a lot of support, obviously, among Republicans on Capitol Hill, some of whom have spoken quite aggressively in recent weeks against him. We don't know whether Trump will decide this isn't worth it and I'm going to quit because it's no fun anymore. And and of course, that won't protect him from prosecution. But, you know, he may decide that he's just had it. So, I mean, this is a, an enormous political development, and it's only just beginning to get underway. It's only just beginning. Bob Dreyfus writes a weekly column on the Russia investigations. Read it at thenation.com. Bob, it's always great to have you on the show. Thanks so much. Yeah, thank you very much. You've been listening to Start Making Sense, the weekly podcast of The Nation magazine. You can hear more interviews like this one at thenation.com, and you can subscribe to Start Making Sense at iTunes Podcasts, Pocket Casts, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm John Wiener. Thanks for listening. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.